I'm not the house of cards that falls down easily Ooh, I'm strong enough to handle what you throw at me Welcome to Mental Health News Radio. I'm your host, Kristen Sunanta-Walker. Just what are we going to discuss? The intimacy that is mental health. Let's continue to make it as comfortable as discussing brain health or heart health. This show has been on the air for several years and we have amazing co-hosts. And then we created a network of podcasters on mentalhealthnewsradionetwork.com, a place where every possible facet of mental well-being can be talked about openly. My show, after several hundred interviews, the format is this. Intimate, deep, funny, touching, sometimes uncomfortable, but always vulnerable conversations with interesting people. The goal is to have you, our listening family, many of you who have become my good friends, feel as though you are listening in on private conversations. Thank you for tuning in and becoming part of this amazing journey with me and now with our network of podcasters. Just knowing this podcast might be helping any of you realize you are not alone on this journey called being a human being makes doing this podcast worth every second. Hi everyone, Kristen here with Melanie. Hey Melanie. Hey Kristen. I want to preface this listeners because I've been teased about this. I always say people's first and last names including my own and it's not an ego thing I promise you. (laughs) It's literally because I when I say someone's first and last name it's because I am thinking well I don't want to assume that this person knows who I'm talking about, or even when I say Kristen Sinanza Walker, I don't want, there's a lot of Kristen Walkers out there, by the way. I did, I don't want people to assume that you, they know, that you all know who I am, other than those of you who listen all the time. So anyway, that's like the total reason that I do that. And it's, it's a little bit of like a tick. <laughs> yep. I no, I get it. I never really thought about it, but you're right. You do. I do. I do it all the time. And like, I can't just say Paul, I say Paul Meyer. And it's more (laughs) of like, I'm trying to be polite. Well, not everybody will know that I'm talking about Paul Meyer. It's never to name drop or anything like that. It it is sort of like a tick with me. And it's Mm -hmm. a that's where I'm coming from. So and I've, I've had like, a bunch of emails with people saying, you don't need to keep saying your name. And I'm like, Okay, let me explain why. Because it's yeah. not a narcissistic thing. It's <laughs> like a well, you never know when someone's going to listen to their first show either. So yeah. of course, you just have to say your full name the whole every time. I get it. Yeah, I should probably do it in the intro. But anyway, lots of cool things are happening with the network. Um, I'm definitely in a place of being scared again, which means that growth is coming, um, and uh, you know scared about how am I going to afford the things that we're <laughs> that we need to do and needing to get new sponsors. And I want to say too, I know people don't like commercials. I, I totally get it, but you know what? They help pay for this whole thing. Otherwise it comes out of my wallet. So please, and I'm not a philanthropist. So when we add new commercials and stuff, I mean, think, take into consideration how much you love what we're doing and let that override the irritation at having to listen to commercials. And also know, I don't let anybody do a commercial on this show. Like, we really have to believe 
in what they're doing. And the minute that we don't, like we literally, we've gotten rid of two sponsors. Uh, one, a service dog company. And I don't care about saying that because you can Google them and find out for yourself every horrid thing that they've done. And the other one is a publishing company. And uh, after reading a gazillion reviews about all kinds of horrible things, they're gone too. So we really eat our own dog food and I make mistakes um, in picking people. Melanie makes mistakes in picking people uh, because we're human. And we also are like supreme empaths and art and altruists. And so we'll get all excited about, oh my God, this is so great. Let's have it. And then we find out, you know, later that it's not good at all. And we get rid of yeah, it. It's a big smoke screen. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> and, that, and I don't feel guilty about that, that anymore. I used to feel really bad about it. And then, and then I'm like, listen, I am not freaking infallible. I make mistakes. Melanie makes mistakes. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we, we just do. And, and, Sometimes I get irritated with Melanie. Why did you not see that? And then I have to sit back and go, well, how many mistakes has Melanie sat back with me going, Kristen, <laughs> hello. So anyway, the reason why this, this show, the Empowered Empaths, which is what we're doing today, is so impactful is because we're just being for real. Like this is how Melanie and I are in our regular lives. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, today we and we have a short show to do today, um, but one announcement I want to make and I want to hear from you listeners. So please email info at MHNRnetwork.com or go to our Facebook page and do a chat, Instagram don't do Twitter because I'm I'm still on the fence about Twitter, but or LinkedIn and tell us if you think that this is a good idea. Our Empowered Empath shows get the most downloads of any show on our entire network and my show. And yet, because Melanie and I are typical empaths that put everybody else first, we don't do enough of these shows. Like, we don't make them regular. It's like, oh, we will have one planned and then to do that's really good. And then we'll like, oh, but the kid's got to be picked up or the dog isn't feeling good or the whatever. And we'll like brush it, brush it aside because it's, it's, that's something to do with like our self care and, and yet these shows are so popular. So I'm thinking that we need to make it its own podcast on the network. Like I'll keep doing mental health news radio, of course. And then we'll have another show called empowered empaths where we just do these shows, but that makes me nervous because I don't want to take them off my show and then have our listeners drop on my show. But anyway, I want to put that out there. You guys let me know what you think. And, and uh, it would just be empowered empaths only all the time. Um, so Melanie and I are going to marinate on that too, but topic for today, which Melanie is going to take over in a second is how long it can take to, I don't want to say get over, to get the fleas and ticks and toxicity out of your system over someone who has tried to kill your soul. Um, how long that process can actually take and what it looks like when it finally happens and believe me 
in the midst of the first one that I talked about ad nauseum on this show, um, I, I was so, if someone had told me you'll stop thinking about him, I would have said there's just no way. There's no way that will ever happen. I'm so in love with them and I can't, I just would never have believed them. I couldn't have believed them. And and yet it does happen. So um, so anyway, Melanie, stop me from blah, 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 blah and you take over. <laughs> <laughs> way to just stop in your tracks. Uh. <laughs> I was trying to keep you from falling asleep or rolling yeah, your eyes. Yeah. Here, she um, Here she goes again. <laughs> yeah. Well, we always, you know, we, before we started the show, we we're like, well, what's kind of been on your mind or what's been in your heart lately? And I was just like, you know, healing it post-traumatic growth, you know, all, all those yes. things um, when you move into a better place in your life. And I really think uh, from experience, when you're in the middle of trying to heal from these types of things and toxicity, or maybe it's just been a pattern in your life and, you don't even really remember what the taste of freedom feels like. Right. Uh, but it, it, you definitely do get there. And um, that's not without work. It's not without examining all sorts of things, but you can definitely get to the point in your life where whatever it is that you've experienced just doesn't have any emotional power over you anymore. And in mm -hmm. fact, if you're faced with whatever it may have been, that was abusive for you, you honestly just kind of, I don't want to say laugh at it because I don't want to make fun of anything like that ever, but you, you, there's really just a sense of empowerment that it no longer has, it just has absolutely no response. There's no skip in your heart. There's no catch in your breath. There's no feeling in your stomach. It's, it's literally just a thought of empowerment that, you know, thank God you have gotten past that, you're stronger for it. And really, I, I so look forward to the future and, and what it has to bring in. I know, I know, hands down, that I will never let that happen to me again. Now, it doesn't mean I'm never going to run across anyone that may be narcissistic or abusive again. No. But yeah. I know that I'm never going to let it get to a point that it got to before and that I'm going to listen to myself. I'm going to listen to my body. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay attention to the red flags. And I'm just really confident about it. I don't even there's not even a second thought. All that's in my mind is, you know, knowing that I'm going to have healthier relationships in the future. And that that's a really great place to be. It is. And it's so wonderful. Like I, I was just telling Melanie that. Um, it's, I don't know how many, how many years has it been since the football guy? Um, about two years. Yeah. Two years. Okay. Yeah. Two years. And there was still a piece of me. I went through every stage that all of you go through. Okay. Every, those stages that devalue discarded. I think we need to do shows on what the stages are after you've discarded after you've not discarded them will you have but after you go no contact because there's like a whole other level yeah. of stages that happen um on, on that road we definitely need to do shows about that and we will listeners um uh, we just kind of needed to like go through it ourselves <laughs> to know what it is i don't think this is something that can come from a therapist that doesn't hasn't been through this themselves and also counseled a lot of 
people to see that it's the same freaking, just like it's the same love bombing, devalue, discard that it is with someone that has a you know narcissistic personality disorder. There's the same theme for once you go no contact and and there and you go on this tremendous road of healing. There's a theme there too. So um, for me. You know, I forgot about the first one that I've called Snidely Whiplash because uh, a friend of mine saw, you know, that was what her name was for him. Uh, the second one, football, we call Baby Huey. And I don't say that to be like mean and whatever. That's just really what he, he represents to me. Um, this big, big person that just cries and wails and needs constant attention and taking care of and like you're a grown-ass man like come on so I still had a piece of me that every so often would think about him and feel a little bit of that string tied to him still uh, and it wasn't even tied to him because even know who he is he doesn't even know who he is so there was it wasn't a string tied to this magical amazing person that I just can't let go of it was tied to what I believed he was it was tied to what I was um <laughs> what I was led to believe he was because of the fantasy and lying he created of himself to me so it was tied to something that wasn't real, but that wasn't real was so strong. Um, and I think that's where we get messed up. We really think it's them. We think there's something in them that is so compelling and so dynamic. And, so, and it has nothing to do with them. It's the fantasy they create, the fantasy we create, and our string that comes from our heart is tied to that fantasy. So we're responsible for that just like they are. And what I noticed is the other day, this is two years from then, where I still every so often thought about him kind of in a, a sometimes he seems sexy, the fantasy seems sexy or the, you know, whatever it was, there was still somewhere in me that I was tied to in an unhealthy way, even though I've had zero contact with him and I haven't talked about him on shows in forever um I was I was walking through the barn the other day with the horses and um I stopped and I realized oh my god I don't I noticed the absence of that it wasn't it wasn't like I noticed something new I just noticed that that string was cut finally um, I didn't have to do a ceremony about it. In fact, all the work I've been doing on everything in my life was part of the work. It wasn't one thing. And I just went, I absolutely don't even care. I don't, if I saw him, I wouldn't, there would be no heart flutter or fear or need to run and hide um, or, oh God, because I've gained 20 pounds since he saw me last, he's going to laugh at me. You know, there was none of that stuff that we do to ourselves in our heads. It was just gone. Just don't care. Just really it's gone. And I, and I thought, oh, thank God, the room that I have now to focus on 
the issues that got me to the place where I could be bamboozled by someone like that, now I have more room to focus on that because that's what's really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I think just clinically, a lot of it is complex PTSD. <gasps> that That's a lot of it. And that is the physiological side of being in an emotionally abusive uh, relationship or, or something that is just unhealthy in general. And, and we all know this happens. Lots of people talk about it. They talk about narcissistic abuse or being emotionally abused. It can definitely have an effect on your your body. And that just takes time. It takes so much time to work out of that. And then also, you know, like we've interviewed Maddie uh, Caballo, Caballo. Mm -hmm. I, I've not, I didn't say her name right Caballo. when I interviewed no. her. Caballo. Yeah, it's Caballo. It's Caballo. It's, 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 you don't pronounce the L's. You don't oh, pronounce God. those. I Caballo. Yes. Sorry, Maddie. Oh, I know it. I know it. So um, everybody anyway. knows I do that. Listen, I, I know. We all know I do. We all, we all mess up. But. <laughs> So, but for her, you know, to, to have gone through ritualistic abuse and to, yeah. and to literally have to not only get through the physical symptoms of complex PTSD, but yeah. then also the psychological side of, and this is the difference that I'm talking about. I think it's important to really differentiate it for our listeners. The physical pieces how cortisol is released from your body, how complex mm. PTSD changes your brain. It changes the part in your brain called the amygdala. It, it disables your brain basically and your body from responding to stress <clears throat> like a normal person would or, or a person yeah. that's not in complex PTSD. Right. So your body responds differently. The other side of that is the psychological piece where literally you've been brainwashed. You literally have been brainwashed. Oh. So on top of the physical things that are happening, it's all this dysfunctional thinking patterns that have been created because you've tried to make sense of something that's absolutely non-human. Nonsensical. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make sense. And so you literally try to make sense out of it and it leads you into faulty thinking because our minds are not meant to deal with someone that psychologically abuses us. And yes. so you have to unwind the complex PTSD and then you have to unwind the royal mind screw that they did to your brain. And you have to, you know, work towards cognitive behavioral therapy that can help unwind some of those negative patterns and really just have to search for truth in your own mind. And you have to learn how to hear your own voice again. And I think that's one of the most important pieces is learning how to hear your own voice. And yes. when you oh can finally God. do that and you can finally connect with yourself again and trust yourself and be confident, then you and really, yeah, you get to that place where it just doesn't phase you anymore. It just doesn't even phase you. In fact, you just, that's, that's you know, the relief. yep. It just does. There's no response whatsoever. I want you guys to think about how I know the the places that you get you this is the person that is in your thoughts 24/7 you go to bed and you're thinking about them the last person before you go to sleep you wake up to go pee in the middle of the night and you're and there they are again you 
wake up in the morning and there they are again, like they're with you everywhere you go. I took one of them with me to Italy. I mean, it's you, when you're there, which is not your fault. Okay. It's not your fault. And that was done by them by design. Doesn't matter that you, you know, I used to think, and this is what I was told, well, you were sexually abused as a kid. So of course you, you know, would do this. Nobody else has this problem with that person. It's just you because of your abuse issues. Bullshit. <laughs> so yeah. when you're in those places, you can't not be thinking about them. And it was done by design. And when you're there, you can't even imagine a day when if you walked down the street and saw them that you just literally wouldn't care. Nothing would register on an emotional scale other than maybe, ugh, and that's it. And you just walk on your day. But I'm telling you right now, that day comes. It absolutely comes. It really does. It I'm does. sitting here with that day um, going, oh, thank God, you know, that that guy is completely gone. And it took two, it took two years um, for that to happen. And it's not, again, if he's listening, which I know that you do, and you're a total narcissist, this is no compliment to you, buddy. <laughs> I know you. You're going to hear that and you're going to think, ah, it took her two years to get over me. That's how sexy and amazing I am. No, 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 no. It took two years to get past the fantasy that you created of yourself because you were a disgusting predator that I hope gets help and stops doing this to other people but it is no reflection of how amazing you are. It's only a reflection of how amazing I am. Exactly. Well said. <laughs> well said. I don't have anything to say to that. Really, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, the bottom line is there just, there is, there is freedom uh, at, at the end of it all. And, yes. uh, and that's a, a beautiful thing. Yeah. I don't even, it is. I don't it even is. have those types of thoughts anymore. I just think about my future and my life. And every now and again, I have really wonderful moments of gratitude where I'm so happy that I wasn't sucked down by it mm -hmm. and uh, just happy for, you know, the strength that's come out of the other side of it. And it, again, it's just truly empowering. So there's no timeline. There's no timeline. It's exactly. different for everyone. It's different for everyone. And I don't think you can really put, oh, well, if you were in the relationship for 12 years, it's going to take you six years to get over it. Like, yeah, I don't believe no. in those types of things. Everyone's heart, mind, bodies are all different. It Everyone processes things. There's a spiritual piece of it. Sometimes I feel like you're left in things to learn lessons and other times well, it's healed and you move on. Exactly. So it just, it's different for everyone, but you do have to put some work forth. You can't mm -hmm. just sit around and expect it to fall in your lap. That's not how healing happens. People. I'm sorry. I hate to tell you. I know. But and you know, you gotta, all that you gotta put one foot in front of the other <laughs> and all yeah. the, all the time we sp 
spend examining them. Yeah. And eventually we turn that around and you put it on examining you and that's your yes. healing starts yes. to really exactly uh, to a special, you know, a yep. special place. This conference will now be recorded. So we are doing this is a short one today. It's more of a PSA. I'm really fired up about this show and I'll tell you why. A, it's good for me. It's therapy for me. It's something about Melanie and I probably why we're such good friends when we get together we're just like the I don't know what happens but it's really awesome and it shows and how many people listen to these shows so I'm gonna be a good business person and a good steward of of uh, helping people with their healing as much as we can by doing more of these. We'll do shorter ones. We're going to do ones where Melanie and I are on screen together and you can see us talking and see the dynamic. Cause I think it's, I think it's imperative for women and men to see survivors of this kind of abuse. Um, what our connection looks like you hear it you know, when we're talking, but I also want you to be able to see it, like knowing that there are women friends out there and male friends that support you, that you understand each other and what that looks like. That's been really important for me because I didn't have that growing up. So anyway, we both need to check out today, but more is coming. Thank you so much listeners for tuning in and um, stay tuned. Thanks, Mel. Thank you. Have a good show. Passive, aggressive, but never without good intentions. I heat up and act on my emotions. Thanks so much for listening to Mental Health News Radio. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and hundreds of other podcast apps. Or you can visit our website at mentalhealthnewsradio.com. If you have a question or would like to be a guest, become a podcaster on our network, or join the amazing organizations that help keep us on the air, please email us at info at mhnrnetwork.com. Get ready for that special goodbye from our resident therapy dog, Miles, and a special thanks to Emily Sohn for letting us use her incredible song, Cordial, for our podcast music. Listen to the full song on SoundCloud at emily.sonne. Don't be surprised when I don't hate on you. After all we promised, we'd be cordial. Sometimes in you I can fight it. Good boy.